They gonna love me for my ambition. We are back. Club Ambition in the building. Shout out to everybody out there in the world watching us. This is Sound from Club Ambition. Round of applause for everyone. This is episode 104. We are back. Club Ambition podcast cap. We're going to talk a lot of cap today, a lot of news, a lot of breaking stuff locally and all over the place, uh, especially the Tupac situation that's got the whole world going crazy right now, as as, as they should, shooking, shaking. Um, and we got Shook Knight's reaction literally breaking as we walked in here. I got the, the notification. And we have Marlon holding it down in the building, the co-host extraordinaire, Mr. No, let me not say that loud. giving my phone legal, bro. Before we start, like we said, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, so you can skip ahead if you want to look at the timestamps in the description and also in the comments, but we want to shout out the sponsors of the podcast, starting off with PGS Problem Gambling Services. Shout out to Problem Gambling Services, brought to you by Rhode Island Lottery. That's right, Rhode Island Lottery is actually providing you with actual services, resource centers, and actual meeting facilities, and actual people you can meet with, and a phone number you can call, 401 499 2472 and com. if you feel like you or anyone that you know especially in Rhode Island are addicted to gambling or might not even know that you're addicted to gambling want to get more information on the subject at all reach out to them they're our sponsor for the next couple episodes shout out to com. brought to you by the Rhode Island Lottery and speaking of that we also are sponsored by this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Underdog Fantasy if you are interested in playing sports in a safe way, responsibly, Underdog Fantasy will provide you a way to have a fun, actual experience. Instead of just betting on money line and parlays, Underdog Fantasy would have you, you know, actually participate in waging some money against whether the player is going to get a high number of points, a lower number of points. It's a pretty unique way and different style of betting. And if you actually go to Underdog Fantasy's website and use our promo code AMBITION, you'll be able to get $100 matched free for your first deposit, underdogfantasy.com. Make sure to play responsibly on Underdog Fantasy, available right now in the description. Also, the link directly to check it out. But now we got that out the way. I uh, also want to say happy birthday to my sister, Vicaudi Baez. It's her birthday. You know, back to back. Last week was my dad, now it's my sister's. You know, this is the birthdays are happening. You know, this is uh, my mom and me are like back to back as well damn near a week apart and my sister and my dad are like a week apart it's pretty um that's crazy pretty unique in the bias household but shout out to Bicaudi out there chilling right now 20 years old incredible times times I don't even want to talk about it I can't believe she's 20 years old that shit is insane to me I thought she was 17 still in my mind but Bro, I just found out she, unfortunately, she was 18 like two days ago yeah yeah it's crazy I don't know what's going on um, now she's 20 <laughs> yeah what the fuck but like we say every week, remember to listen to us on podcast platforms, audio platforms. If you're watching on YouTube and if you're listening to us, make sure to check us on YouTube to check out the visuals. We're not that ugly. We're pretty handsome men. And aside from that, make sure to, if you are from Rhode Island, a lot of Rhode Island news right now is about to break back to back. First starters, check out this Friday if you're available or the next coming days after Friday, Top Golf. Top Golf is officially opening on Friday. I'm not going Friday at all. I think for you to get in on Friday, you have to be there like 7 a.m. I want to reach out to them because they they definitely, I feel like we're owed some money. Like some sort of sponsorship or something. Like that promo clip went more viral than I expected. And all all, (laughs) everywhere. Like on Instagram, it did great. On Twitter, it did great. But on TikTok, it blew up. And now they're opening right now. I'm like, I thought about it today. I'm like, hold up. What's going on? We're going to have to reach out to them and get something something going. Um, But... 
Hey, go next week. It's a fun experience. I did it in Chicago. I recommend going to Top Golf, but that's gonna be packed this week. For next month, it's probably gonna be insane. Um, but once people start realizing the prices of those wings and drinks, they add up. They add up pretty quickly. So they're gonna be like, "Oh, wait a minute! Oh my god!" Uh, at first, it's fun, but start sneaking in some wings. Yeah, bro. And I think it's like a hundred and twenty uh, hitting base. I don't know what that means. I thought he was going to say to go in. No, no, 120 hitting bays, but is it like 120 people can hit at the same time? That's crazy. I don't know how that number makes sense because the one I went to didn't seem like it was that many people. Yeah, there's three floors. Okay, so that could make sense because the floor I was on, it kind of did feel like. 60 on each. No, wait, what? No, like 40. Um, That does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, it is a three floor. I want top floor. Wow. Yeah, the damn shit. 120 hitting base. But yeah, that's going to be packed. But I'm excited because it's, it's very deserving of it. The city needs something. Not the city, because that's Cranston. It's not Providence, right? The whole debate. But the state needs more entertaining things. It's getting more and more popular to be in Rhode Island, to so be from Rhode Island. So perfect timing for that to happen. So go check out Top Golf. We, we announced it. We predicted it. You know, it was coming in October, and it actually is happening um, this October. So feel free to check it out. Um, speaking of new things opening up, in Warwick, it was announced that they actually officially reached the highest bidder to name the brand new outdoor skating rink. That's right. In Warwick, they are having a budget to invest $8 million into opening up a brand new skating rink, outside skating rink, to make $8 Warwick. $8 million. Yeah, $8 million. To make, you know, Warwick more visitable, you know, amp up the city. Um, the mayor said in Warwick, actually, he wants to re- revive the city's area. Um, and... The person that's gonna sponsor it, the company that's gonna sponsor it, are are gonna be able to name it, right? Like that. Remember Alex Anani Center? Now it's um, what's it called down there? And I forgot the name. It's like a new sponsor, but people, you know, that's how it works. Sponsors come in, uh-huh. just like with anything. Staples Center now is Crypto Arena in L.A. Mm-hmm. But the person that's gonna name this, uh, the company is gonna be Greenwood uh, Greenwood Credit Union is gonna be the actual naming committee for. This actual ice skating rink for five years. They won the bid of three hundred thousand dollars. So they pay. They're paying three hundred thousand dollars to name the skating rink for five years. That's pretty crazy. You know, I don't know if that's like. I'm kind of shocked at that number. You know, it comes out to what like six six thousand a year, but it will it pay off? I I don't know. Ah, shit, man. Ice skating or roller? Ice skating. So it's ice skating, but it's going to have a roof. It's going to be similar design to the Providence one, but it's going to have a roof so people can be there year-long. It's not just like, oh, it's not going to, you know, it could be a year-long visiting ice skating That's only going to be booming in the winter. (sighs) Yeah. You know, it's pretty interesting. People are excited by the same time. It's like, damn. I'm I'm not going to that. What's going on? And then this is actually coming after the breaking news of last month where, or over the summer, we just found out that, for those who don't know, the best-run cities in America, Warwick was number 12, and Providence was number 55. <laughs> so Warwick is a better city than Providence, according we, no, to the we internet. Know that. We know that, though. But best-run cities. Ah. Let's, let's say, like... Maybe because of Warwick. I think it's because of Warwick. Uh, they keep it Warwick safe. Warwick keeps it safe. Yeah. You know, I th- we got to give it... That's I think it's because of Warwick. Shout out to Warwick. You know... Um, they keep it safe. They, friends of the show. They, they hold that shit down. I think it's fucking Warwick's fault that this is happening. But that's such a high difference, 12 to 55. Bro, let's be honest. What the fuck happens in Warwick, bro? I guess, right? It is pretty safe. Majority, majority of the population there is white. Yeah. Yeah. 
what they do. There's no really crime, criminal activity. Even when you look at the news, the recent criminal activity has been like, there's been some here in Johnson, Providence, but that, obviously Providence all the time is a capital city, but nothing really in Warwick. So, I mean, shout out to the mayor. I didn't even know the mayor's name today, to be honest, of Warwick. Mayor Pacozzi. So shout out to the mayor Pacozzi of Warwick. The ice skating rink is going to be located at the Annex building behind the city hall of Warwick. So, you know. I don't even know where that's at. Well, yeah, I don't know either, but we might we might check it out one day, more. We might slide through, you know. I can't ice skate, though, can you? I can't. Uh, no, hell no. I, can't I did shit. it once, and I almost died and never yeah, again. Yeah, I bruised my hips when I was, yeah, like, 12. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. We yeah, shall see. I went I went with my friend, and she she tried to get me there, bro. Moment I walked in, busted my ass, got up, busted <laughs> my ass again. I said, yeah, bitch, you do this shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Pretty interesting. Um, also, speaking of interesting, there is a current investigation happening with the Washington Trust Bank because Rhode Island might no longer do anything money-related. They might take all their money out. The state might take all their money out of the Washington Trust Bank. The general treasurer is investigating. They're going to take a step back and evaluate their relationship with this bank because of the fact that this bank has been at the head of allegations, there's been federal uh, allegations with the Washington Trust engaged in a pattern of lending discrimination by redlining majority black and Hispanic neighborhoods in Rhode Island. Mm. Authorities said Fuck that from 2016 to 2021, the bank failed to provide mortgage lending services to the neighborhoods after the bank expanded statewide. When Rhode Island families in the neighborhood are denied access to fair lending opportunities, it becomes harder for them to achieve financial uh, success, Diosa says, the general treasurer. Shout to Diosa. He was my one of my um actual no, um, worker leaders, that's crusaders a, years that's ago. A, that's why you almost got shot. Was it right here? Is this a Washington Trust? That's a Washington Trust. Don't say that. That's really a Washington is? Trust, yes. Because I wanted, I was thinking that, but I was like, I wanted to confirm it, but I forgot that's when I pulled Washington in to look at trust. it. Yeah. That's a Washington Trust? Yeah, that's why you guys almost got wow. shot. Wow. There you go. That's a perfect example, bro. Wow. Let's hit up the news outlets. Be like, yep, they are racist. They almost shot us. No bullshit. Listen, this is crazy. The bank is agreeing to pay, uh, the bank has agreed to pay $9 million in a settlement to resolve the allegations, including a a $7 million loan subsidy fund to increase loans in majority black and Hispanic neighborhoods. Washington Trust is also supposed to open two new branches in neighborhoods that are majority black and Hispanic. Yeah, get that shit. But. Uh, more needs to be done, the general treasurer says. The state has around $190 million deposited with the bank, which could be uh, which could be pulled out if they decide to not have a relationship with them Pull anymore. And Washington Trust, like Marlon just reminded me, was the bank where me and Eric, my best friend, when we were there, <laughs> when we were filming a reaction, both of us in a very viral moment mm-hmm. during a reaction were... Alleged of robbing that bank. Yep. And police, Johnson police, came storming in and literally put us against the car and put our arms behind our backs. Yep. Literally ready to handcuff us because we were ready to arrest the Washington Trust Bank. The same bank that is now being alleged of redlining against black and brown Spanish communities. And browns, yeah. So, in my opinion, do not support the Washington Trust Bank. Nah. They are very sketchy. And, yeah, and... The police confirmed that it was the bank that called the police. So it was people inside of the bank that saw me and Eric outside in our car filming and decided to call the cops on us because we were suspicious and we were ready to rob the bank. Mm -hmm. Listen, 
I, I'm, I, I've been a hustler in my days, but I've never, I've never thought about, oh, let's go the, rob a bank. If you do, though, you might get two and a half years. That's it. I know, right? No, maybe less, because the guy last week he robbed five and didn't even get. Come on, didn't even get one year <laughs> yeah, per you bank. Might've, you might have gotten two months. months. <laughs> we would have gotten out of it right away. But yeah, that's a crazy situation. Also, to end the local news, Providence Mayor Brett Smiley has spoken out publicly to remind people that he was addicted to drugs, specifically alcohol. For a, a while, and he's now been 22 years sober in a brand new interview. I didn't even know this. I never knew this. What does that have to He's do been with 22 years sober, right? Because of the fact that they are now looking to open up in the city a supervised injection, drug injection site, a safe consumption site. Basically similar to like the Narcan stations that they open up in mm-hmm. certain cities across the country. Um, and is going to be grant funded, including settlement money from opioid manufacturers the attorney general actually reached a total amount of over 250 million dollars in cash and life-saving medications overall in settlements with companies for just that's just for rhode island alone throughout these uh recent years so this is going to be very controversial because people are a lot of people are against this you know yeah people are going to be addicted to drugs no matter what Right. So some people are like, hey, if this is going to happen, let's provide them a place where they can do their drugs safely rather than doing them them doing drugs randomly all over the, the streets and also running into fentanyl overdoses. So if you if you provide a lot of theories are out there are, are that if you provide an actual safe space for them to do the drugs, clean needles, Narcans, medical treatment if needed without any judgment, without get them getting arrested. Right. That this could be a way to alleviate, you know, the actual pandemic with this drugs. Eh. Controversial. I see both sides to it. So, so do I. I see both sides to it. I would have to see more stats bracking up that has been effective in other cities. Um, you know, I know it happened in Boston. I think around Common Place. I might be inaccurate or there. Um, but, yeah. It's I, a double-edged sword because it's like... It's a lot of money. Yeah. So, like, I get it, you know, making that space for these people, try to make them more safe, whatever, try to, you know, obviously prevent more uh, casualties and shit. But at the same time, other people are going to argue that's money that you could be using for something else that the city, quote-unquote, needs more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't do drugs, so for <laughs> me, I'm, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for people who do drugs, y'all let us know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you going to be popping up in there? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. If, if you out there have any experience with this and you're listening or watching, you know, if this is effective to you or anyone in your family or friends, let us know. Maybe it is something that Providence should have in the city. Um, it's going to be supposedly located in the middle of downtown, Providence downtown area. Um, so we shall see. But the mayor discussed this while he was actually getting interviewed talking about his addictions in his life, uh, basically admitting that he's done drugs aside from just alcohol. You know, he said basically he said literally verbatim, like um, whatever I could have, like whatever was around, something like that. But he said mainly alcohol. Um, and he also said that he didn't talk about it too much during his campaign because he didn't want to, like, be, I guess, pitied about it or make a mockery about he it. Yeah, or whatever. Not elected. Yeah. So but now he's like being more open about it. I mean, I like I, I support his transparency because I literally had no idea. I had no idea, you know. I had no idea that he was a 
Yeah, I did not know. 22 years, you know, sober. So congratulations to him and anyone out there that has been sober for so damn long. Um, yeah, let's get to it. But that's breaking news. Check out that brand new interview that he has. I believe it was with Turn to 10, Channel 10. Did a pretty cool interview, 20 minutes long. But he doesn't do an interview with us. Interesting. Mayor, come here. How many invites we have to send? I might have to send an actual pigeon, old school style, to literally, you know, drop off an actual postage note or something. Um, speaking of breaking news today... Blueface, a couple hours ago, was sentenced to two to five years in prison for shooting a man grazing his hand in a shootout in Las Vegas last year, October. But the judge actually granted Blueface a suspended sentence of 24 months in prison, meaning that he might not go to jail. He might just serve probation. There's a maximum of 60 months probation, which is the five years. Um... But the actual guy that the situation was against is now going viral because this guy was in court taking selfies with Blueface in the background, basically making fun of Blueface, like his op. Look at this. That's wild. I don't know how this guy was allowed to even take these photos in court, assuming that they're still up. If he deleted this tweet, I doubt it, though. Look at this. He put sorry ass nigga, oh, pussy ass nigga with Blueface in the background. Look at this shit, bro. And then the lawyers, look at this. This is crazy. Someone's putting the middle finger up right there, no? Oh, no, never mind. Uh, I thought. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. He said, pussy ass nigga. And he took more photos while we're at it. Inside. Let's see this one. He was taking a photo of Blueface right here. That's crazy. But with all, that's like, is, is, what a coincidence with everything that we were recently talking about. I saw Blueface being in jail. I was like immediately, oh, thank God it was because the kids posting his son's private parts. I thought it was related to that, but it wasn't. It was a whole new situation. It was this. In that regard. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am. I, I don't want there to be any confusion. I hear people who say things about, you know, I didn't realize I couldn't, you know, do this or that or have pictures with them or whatever. No, zero guns around you where you are of any kind. And, and that needs to be quite clear. Somebody just handed me the um, He has a core fucking tattoo to his it fucking head. Like Sahara to Russell does not cover downtown. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna So she's emphasizing this is the ter uh, the judge, you know, saying that you can't be around guns, stay away from guns, etc. Like no excuses, no music video, no nothing. So um some people were like even the guy, the guy that was posting it, I saw like the the full clip where he was basically Saying it was bullshit. Like, you guys are just giving him the probation and stuff. You're not letting him go to actual jail because he's famous and because of who he is, his status, etc. Trying to protect him. He's like, it's bullshit. I don't like this decision, blah, blah, blah. Um, so some people on Twitter are agreeing, like, what the hell was going on? That's kind of weird. Um, but I look at it where it's like, at the same time, this is just a chance for him to fuck up. And I don't want to wish it upon him, but he fucks up a lot. So... I wouldn't be surprised. Fuck up and actually go to jail? Yeah, if next week he's caught with the gun that she just said he can't my, be around. My, my thing is that, so this is my question. Yeah. Why did a shootout happen? Yeah, I know, right? So what did that other guy do for him to actually whip out a gun and shoot? It still, it still is being... um. And second, he... They didn't talk about it too much. He grazed them. Yeah, and my thing is the guy... So, like, at that point, when you graze someone, did you actually shoot at the person or not? The guy was talking a lot of shit. If you look at his Twitter. And then you got him acting like that. Come on. Like, that That doesn't look yeah, good on your part either, my G. I don't know. I'll maybe reach out if he's down for an interview. Interview the guy. But it's like, 
this is just suspect. Like, I don't know. Like, why would you put yourself in this predicament and then, like, put your family in danger? Like, the judge was saying, where it's like, oh, Blueface, you can't. You need to stay away from his family. Stay away from this man completely, et cetera. Let's make sure you stay away from him, et cetera. Um, so she said that also, I guess, he has been getting threats, the guy's family or something, but not directly from Blueface. But she didn't say nothing like, don't do that, because she said, like, oh, I can't say nothing about that. It's being alleged. But when it comes from you directly, you can't do nothing. You are not allowed. You're not permitted to interact with him, do anything with him, send any threats of any kind, etc. Um, could be some gang shit. But who would be on some gang shit and then the guy snitching and, and you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. And then taking photos of him in court. I'm like, nah, yeah. this nigga ain't no, that's not no street shit. That's some, he's just a regular guy probably just trying to get his rights, get his money. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you know. Shout out to him. Like, we don't know you, bro, but that's that looks very clownish of you to take a selfie of him in court. Yeah. Because you're gonna you're gonna put yourself at risk, your family at risk more. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. That's that's crazy. You know. But that was breaking news today. Um speaking of criminal activities, the biggest um biggest story maybe in hip hop in a while, maybe in twenty seven years since the man passed away. Tupac. Tupac's killer has been arrested. So they confirmed that is is him. Yeah, because the thing is, it works like this, right? If you, if I pull up to the light right here down the street, allegedly, let's not even say that. Let's say it, okay, allegedly, down the street over here on fucking North Northeast Wood ha- Avenue, right? And there's a fucking Chuck E. Cheese, right? We pull up at the light of Chuck E. Cheese. And then we see the op parked next to us. But it's you, me, and Edwin, right? Let's say Edwin shoots the guy, the op, right? But I'm in the car. We all go down for murder. So no, that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. So that's what happened with this guy. He wasn't the trigger man. Okay, okay. And that's why he's been out for so long, still talking, doing interviews, right? But we'll read the full um situation that happened here. But I remember seeing this all over the place, like... This guy's interview is always going viral on Vlad. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, this guy, at first, I'm like, he's unbelievable. It cannot be true. Like, this this guy did not do nothing. Like, it's impossible, right? It's impossible. And then, arrest made, official charge. I'm like, oh, damn. So he was telling the truth this whole time. You know, it was just that they were probably, as it says in his article, building up the case. Mm-hmm. So, right here has Las Vegas police have charged a man over... The 1996 drive-by shooting of Tupac, 27 years after the rapper's death. Dwayne Davis, a.k.a. Keefe D, was taken in by Las Vegas police. He's 60 years old. This happened on Friday, and he's facing charges of murder with a deadly weapon. He said that he was one of the four occupants of a, f- of a white Cadillac that pulled up alongside the rapper's car before inside rolled down the windows before someone inside rolled down the windows and started firing, hitting Tupac four times. In his memoir, this guy released a book, by the way, Keefe D, for those who didn't know, and the memoir is called Compton Street Legends. Um, Davis identified his nephew, Orlando Anderson, who's now passed away, as the one who shot Tupac. Anderson, who was a member of the Southside Compton Crips gang, died at the age of 28 as a result of another gang shooting in 1998. So, the actual man that even shot Tupac allegedly died. He's been dead, right? Mm. He was died the year I was born. However, the Nevada grand jury indicted Davis over the murder with Chief Deputy District Attorney Mark 
describing Davis as the on-ground, on-site commander, the shot caller, the one who ordered the death of Tupac Shakur, rather than just being a bystander. Anderson denied involvement in Shakur's murder and was never charged. The other two men in the car, Terrence Brown and DeAndre Smith, are also now dead. So the last man standing is Keefe D. All these years later. Nevada does not have a statute of limitations on prosecuting murder cases, and at the press conference Friday, Clark County DA Steve Wolfson explained how a person aiding and abetting a murder can still be charged for it. Because a lot of people are still confused. Like, why would this be the case? Why would this be the case, right? Cops confiscated several computers and laptops and iPads from his house, as well as a 40 caliber cartridge gun, um, the same type of many castings that were recovered from the crime scene where Shakur was shot. Wow. That would be crazy if he has to say the actual ca- casings from the bu- bullets 27 years later? I mean, if he's trying to hide it, I guess he would still have him on him, but why would he... St- why is that easy, easily accessible? Or maybe he's trying to keep it as evidence, you know? Yeah, he just probably just has the same same gun, or he had a couple That would be insane if it's... As, oh, my God. So I guess they're going to still investigate that, right? Um, but as far as Davis said in his book, that the first time he talked about Tupac shooting was in 2010 during a meeting with the federal and local authorities. He said that he agreed to speak with them about the shooting in exchange for them dropping charges in a federal case for which he was facing life in prison. So he was already facing life for drugs because he was supposedly a very big drug dealer in New York and traveled to L.A. You know, Mm -hmm. he was a Crip gang member, one of the gang leaders. He's an OG, allegedly, right? Right. Davis provided the gun, and he actively sought out Tupac with his nephew, according to the LAPD detectives. Um, Yeah, so this has been ongoing for a while. Um, There's been interviews happening since 2008, with the actual police, um, and now they're saying that they have just been letting this basically add up and pile up. Um, we've been waiting for something to happen, for someone to be proactive enough to take action. Uh, no one has. That's actually Tupac's brother saying that. You know, so now they're getting everyone's actual, you know, opinions. Because for those who don't know, Tupac had people alive. His mother passed away recently. Shout out to her, Afini Shakur, rest in peace, a legend. She died, but his brother was still alive. His cousins, friends, close friends have still been alive. And they've still been trying to seek justice for Tupac. So it's been an ongoing case ever since then, right? Um, but yeah, sold more than 75 million records. Yeah, we know that. Tupac's a legend. But it's crazy how Tupac has become so legendary. And it's one of those cases where... His death made him more famous, similar to Biggie. And that's almost like with anyone, right? XXXTentacion. Yeah. Um, you know, who's recently? Juice World. You know, when people die, they become immortalized. Like, they become more infamous. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Keefe D situation was pretty crazy because if you look at the... This is a clip, right? It's a, here's a clip of the interview. Keefe D would come mm-hmm. up almost like as if he's trolling, right? Look at him laughing, literally, at the idea of how Tupac was shot. Like, uh, yeah, he was trying to jump in the back seat or something. He was, like, breakdancing or some shit. Was, yeah. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> You're saying that Tupac was breakdancing when he was shot. This is crazy. Is it? Uh, how, how... What, that's, that's some dark-ass shit. Like, how are you going to just talk about this? Like, so, like... Like, he was breakdancing when we shot him. That's cr- That's insane. But these were clips that have been... been around didn't go necessarily viral viral because people just didn't believe him like this guy has to be capping right like what is he talking about 
right? But here we have him literally talking about that one, and there's multiple. Where's another one? Let me keep the order going. Uh, right here. Wait, am I looking at it wrong? There we have Because the thing is, it doesn't say Twitter no more. It says x.com. I'm not used to that shit, though. Is a porn sign, yeah, huh? bro. So here's Keefy D. And I can chill by talking talking about Diddy, right? To you, did you feel a type of way about it? So nobody from Puffy Team reached out to you? No. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I did time for the brother. Everything, you know what I'm saying? That nigga, he didn't even send me a soup, man. That's bad. I seen it, uh, this other dude uh, named Fleetwood. Ran into him. He like, man, Puffy sent me $20,000 worth of clothes every season. I said, for real? And yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, he never reached out to me or nothing. Yeah. And don't don't look like he don't ever reach out to me. If I wouldn't have never met him, I wouldn't have never been involved in this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? If I would have never met the brother, I wouldn't have never been involved in this bullshit. Really, because me and me and Shug was playing on the same part one of the team and everything. My homeboys helped put Shug in the game and all that shit. You know, and uh, we really crashed, crashed, crashed two people Empire that fucking one night. So, he's alleging that Diddy was behind it without saying it directly. Mm. So now this is where people are like, well, okay, if this guy's arrested, he's been the same one that's been accusing Diddy as being the man behind the hit, right? And he also keeps saying, though, which is if what could protect Diddy, uh -huh. he keeps saying that he wasn't ever paid. He's been talking about it for years. Like, he never paid me, never sent me some Sean Johns, you never sent me nothing. So that's what could help Diddy's case. If he was, allegedly, because it's all still allegedly... Because think about it, what, how can Diddy be, have done it if Diddy never paid for it? How can you do a hit job you never paid for it to be done? Not only that, someone who DK about that life and shit like that, you don't think one, he would have tried to do something to Diddy, or two, if it was true, and he's running his mouth saying that it was Diddy, don't you think he would have gotten clapped by now? You know what I'm saying? Listen, that's 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 the shit I be, I be how, saying. If, that, if they from the streets, that has, that's how the streets work, bro. Speaking of streets, look at this quote that he said during a documentary. This is um, Keefy D during a documentary talking about the streets. Listen, the ending is classic. So he's breaking out what happened. He wouldn't even been out the window. We would have never seen him. My partner busted you. When we pulled up. I was in the front seat. Happens to be my friend, Chug. His friend, Chug. Chug looks over, he sees you. Yeah. He looks right at you. Yeah, he looks at me. You said the shots came from the back. Big Dre, Orlando. Who shot Tupac? Listen to this. To keep it for the cold of the streets. It just came from the back seat, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it for the cold of the streets. It came from the back seat, bro. After telling you how I literally killed, I literally was a part of the killing of Tupac Shakur. I'm not gonna let you know who actually killed him, though. It's the cold of the streets. I think you've been broke the cold of the streets, Keefy D. And then he comes out and says it was his nephew Orlando. And allegedly, academics and other people were saying behind the scenes that this man has been receiving money to do these interviews. That's how they've been able to interview him, like Vlad, 
Art of Dialogue oh, and this this documentary. Yeah, this documentary. And if you and what made me actually think of that being confirmed was if you notice his first interview ever, which I think was DJ Vlad, the man was slumped up, you know, reserved, looking a bit like, oh, like he's never been on camera. Okay. And then the interviews following that, you could see the level up. Mm-hmm. More he got lined up, no more sunglasses. He dressed nicer. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, so this man, man, definitely was trying to get, was getting some money from this, right? 100%. He did drop a book, so he probably got money from the book. But who approached him to do a book? Probably a book company, right? So that this is crazy. So he's done documentaries. He's done mo- uh, not movies, damn near movie with a documentary, interviews. He's done a book, right? All these years, and now finally he's been arrested. Finally he's been arrested. The Diddy shit is where it gets dark, because you never want to. We're used to nowadays rap beef is just rap beef. You know, you hear it in a, in a song, you know, sometimes it might get crazy, mm-hmm. right? We saw Drake and Pusha T get crazy. Drake did send, allegedly, people to Pusha T's concert in Toronto. And you saw them throw water and, like, go crazy on Pusha T on stage. Mm-hmm. They was going crazy on Pusha T, right? Drake and Meek Mill. Drake, I guess, had was staying right at the hotel, like a room below, or he rented, like, a whole hotel room or level floor yeah, yeah. to like play back to back multiple times so that way Meek Mill could hear it upstairs with Nikki, some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it gets, it could get crazy, <laughs> but not to the point where it's, it's like, let's shit. kill each other. Yeah. Like Diddy's like, you know, allegedly KVD said in another interview, allegedly, 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 allegedly that Puff called them on the phone, him and his boy, the other boy that was in a car and said, yo, was that us? Like after Tupac died. Was that us? You know? Who's us? Mm. It's us. Like Yadi says. You know, um, I don't know. But also, like I said it before, Suge Knight has reacted. We have Suge Knight's actual reaction today. He spoke with the none Hulk. other than TMZ. And we have the raw reaction of Suge Knight from jail, from prison, calling to talk to Harvey um, Levin and TMZ. This is TMZ's conversation with Suge Knight. Let's listen up. What your reaction is to the arrest of Keefe D? Well, surprise, number one, because I didn't think um, Keefe D had never get arrested. Nor do I want to see him get arrested. Mm, what are you talking about? I thought it was your friend, Suge. What's going on? I guess that's what he means. Maybe. Let's see. You know, let's get one thing uh, straight. First and foremost, you know, me and Keefe D played on the same Pop Warner football team. Whoa. What? I they got... were on the same football team as kids? Yeah. And whatever the circumstances, if he had an involvement with anything, if he didn't have any involvement with anything, I still, who want to see? I wouldn't wish somebody to go into prison on my worst enemy. The DA. But what is what is Shook talking about, though? What is that? What, the, you wouldn't, what is it? On your worst enemy, maybe because you're from inside, obviously, so you're looking at it from like, okay, it's horrible in there. But if you do the crime, you have to do the time. So no one is supposed to, like, murderers are not supposed to be in jail? What is he What is he trying to say? Like, he's trying to, he's trying to like, dust his hands off of any association, mm-hmm. but like, saying that this guy didn't do nothing. Let's keep it going. Um, this, this, is, this is a bit sh- more shocking than I expected. Okay, this is good. They have it right. It was only two people in the car. 
And Pac not going to tell the story. I ain't going to tell the story, but I tell you this. So Shook, yeah. Damn, this just gets me eating. How can Pac say the story, Shook, if he died? You're the only one that can say the story, but you don't want to say the story. You're the only one that can say the story. Pac is dead. The other three men in the other car died. Keefe D and Sugar are the last people remaining that can confirm what happened. Because even if Diddy allegedly, whatever, blah, 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 Diddy wasn't there. Diddy was not there. Mm -hmm. Yo, Sugar gets me tight, bro. Sugar is crazy. And it's, I, I never had nothing bad to say about Orlando uh, uh, because, number one, he wasn't a shooter. Number two, he came to my hearing and told to let me go and tell the truth. They still didn't let me go. If so Orlando, the guy that Keefe D keeps talking about, one of the four people in the car, he said he wasn't a shooter. So that would make the other person in the car was a shooter. Because Shook didn't just say that he wasn't in the car. He just said he wasn't a shooter. You know? But it's almost like Pac, not Pac, um, Shook understands. Like, he has, like, a sense of, like, okay with Pac dying on some, like, it's the streets, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. that. That was your artist, bro. That was, that was your guy. Like that's, this is, this is weird. I wouldn't be. Why not? Well, number one, okay, because I'm not gonna get on the stand and testify on somebody for what. They seem to be saying that Orlando was the shooter, and Keefe was in on it. That he had full knowledge of what was going down and it was revenge for Orlando getting beaten up by Tupac and his team uh, at the MGM after the Tyson fight is that Harvey Harvey for those who don't know he doesn't just own TMZ this guy was a he, he's I think he still is an attorney but he was he was one of those attorneys on the show Judge Judy and stuff at the end but he's actually a real life attorney as well that correct no then who shot Tupac it wasn't Anderson so that's all I got to say about that part Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are they bleeping out the name or are they bleeping out a swear? It might just be a swear. Let's see. Let's hear this again. We might crack the case tonight, guys. Then who shot Tupac? It wasn't Edison, so that's all I got to say about that part. Something, summer. something Edison? I don't know, man. They should have put captions. These guys, man, it's a prison call, but you guys got to put captions, TMZ. No. Then who shot Tupac? It wasn't Edison, so that's all I got to say about that part. I think he's saying it's Orlando Anderson. It wasn't Anderson, so that's all I got to say about that part. So he's basically saying it wasn't KVD. It wasn't Orlando. It was the other guy. I forgot the other guy's name, but... To summarize, you are saying Orlando was not the shooter, although you won't say who the shooter was. You are not saying whether Keefe was involved in any way in the shooting. Um, and you are saying that if you're called to testify by either side, you will not comply. You will not testify. Do I have that right? Thousand percent. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't testify. None of that. You know, at the end of the day, free Keefe D. You know what's really free Keefe D? What is going on, man? Really interesting. Huh? Is that he is pulling back from Keefe D's own statements. Right. Yeah, that's what I don't get. Shout out to um Harvey. Shout out to TMZ for this. This is the exclusive. Um, wow. What the hell is going on here? That's just baffled my mind. Cause what? Shook, Shook wasn't shot. Uh, Keefe D said that Shook got shot in the head. 
But I don't know if there's any medical reports of Shook being in, in the hospital. And if there, I doubt it. Shook is on some street shit. He'd probably even go to the hospital, even if he was shot. So Shook is the only one that could confirm everything. Because Keefe D said that Shook, his head got hit. And he got hit in the head, grazed. And in the next following four bullets, touched Tupac. So I... And then... Shook really doesn't bro, like... That, that's like... Free Keefy D is if, crazy. If Keefy D was friends with them and shit like that, and he saw Suge in the fucking thing, he just gave the okay for the for his his nephew, whoever the fuck was in the car, just to shoot. You you could kill Suge too. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> so how does this make any sense, bro? Again, this is the streets, so that's how the streets work. The streets, like, man. It's the coldest streets, bro. <laughs> Jesus fucking. Christ. Leave it up to the coldest streets, bro. You know what I'm saying I'll keep that to the coldest streets, bro. That's it. It's coldest streets. Um. We'll keep you guys updated with this because more news is going to keep breaking with this. Trust me. I already know. Um, I already know. Speaking of news, more news. Charlemagne the God uh-huh. on the Brilliant uh-huh. Idiots podcast says that he will never interview Drake. He wouldn't interview Drake. You think Drake wants to be interviewed by him? <laughs> that, that's, that's what some people were saying. <laughs> he just wants to be the first one to say it. You know what I'm saying? Or again, he's added more fire to it because Drake yeah, is October really something. and he needs the promo. Yeah, he, he could be just... I feel like this is... um. Charlamagne like, like, like trolling. I don't think he really feels his way. Cause that I'm shocked. Like he can have his issues with Drake, whatever, but like I would love to see a, a Charlemagne. Charlemagne Sh- gets Sh- like really good one on one interviews. Why not do a Drake interview? Charlemagne's a female, bro. I, I the way he be acting, bro. I'm I'm shocked at Charlemagne. Something. And this man needs to fucking would you fix that have preferred an that interview haircut or... is crazy too, bro. He does that shit to troll. He Damn, loves... bro. He looks like fucking Hitler, bro. <laughs> yeah, he does. Andrew Schultz. No, nah. I'm, Look I'm at not, that no. Shit, I'm not in. I, never. I mean, good. His hair looks like it's being Andrew. worn. You know what I'm bro. saying? How how does your hair look it's like, like it's bowl, being worn? It's like a bowl side cut that Andrew Schultz has going. Crazy, bro. But listen to Charlemagne's wording exactly. Something. Would you have preferred an interview or no? Nah. I'm, I'm not. No. I'm not in. I, never. I'm I mean, not, good. Never. Let's have an interview with you and Drake. I'm yeah. not. I'm not interested in that. Where? Why? What do you mean you're what? not interested in the interview with Drake? Come on. I like I for what? I think I'm 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 skip Bayless to Drake's LeBron James. Oh. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Oh wow. Oh he's Skip Bayless to Drake's LeBron James. I don't know what the fuck that means. Skip Bayless is like the number one LeBron James hater. Okay. He'll never put LeBron James over Michael Jordan, no matter what. Never, ever, ever. So Charlemagne is saying that he is Skip Bayless to Drake, and Skip Bayless is Skip Bayless to LeBron James. So he's Drake's James. number one fan. So number he's one Drake's hater. number one hater, right? And he's embracing that. But I don't like that. I feel like that's like a like you can't say that because even Skip Bayless would sit down and interview LeBron James. Now, would LeBron James sit down with Skip Bayless? Probably not. Um, you know. Maybe back then when Shannon Sharp was on, but Shannon Sharp's off now, so they're definitely not happening. Um, but would Drake sit down with Charlemagne the God for an interview? Right now, probably not. No. Probably not. He seems to be very pissed off at Charlemagne the God. Um, but I do think Charlemagne has to be trolling here because, like, come on, bro, you should do an interview with Drake. I don't know why. Like, come on, this is. Um, I'm trying to like understand. Like, maybe he's just trying to say that to now maybe get it. You know, like, let's play hard to get. Let's play, it was the opposite of track. Let me say I don't want something, that way God just gives me it, right? 
Because it's like, come on, bro. Other than other than like the fact that you don't fuck with him, you still say that he's a good rapper, and you can't deny the fact that he's the biggest artist of all time, and you can't deny the fact of his ranking where Drake ranks of all time. You know. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like it's it's, it's it's insane to me. Like uh, Charlemagne, you definitely have to be trolling. You know, I would love to see a, a Drake and Charlemagne. It doesn't have to be now. Fuck it, do that shit in a couple years. But to say never, like you would never do. I mean, Drake's never been to Dr- Breakfast Club. Never. He's been to High 97, I believe. He definitely did Funk Flex, at least, for sure, the freestyles. But, yeah, I don't think he's ever been to Breakfast Club. Uh, that'd ever. be weird, bro. I mean, I Drake doesn't like, need that. I feel like Charlamagne would try to sniff his cock or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I would like it, but it doesn't mean like he... For him to sniff his shit? No. no. I would like a Drake and Charlamagne interview, but I don't... Uh, Drake doesn't need it. Drake can sit down with us. He can sit down with anyone. He should, don't, he should sit down with us, but he can sit down <laughs> with anyone and like, it'll blow up. You know, because he's Drake. Yeah. You can you can start, a, like, the Yachty's first podcast before the podcast he has now was with Drake. You know, the on the promoting, what was it, I think the cologne or sunglasses or something. And then that, he never even, I think, he. Never, I'm not sure if he has any affiliation with that brand anymore. He never dropped any more episodes. But it's like that idea of, like, Drake is like a starter kit, you know, with anything in life. Any brand, any company, any content piece, You your first one with Drake would blow you up. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can do episode 200 with Drake. Drake, if you're listening. Why not? We're the smallest thing in the country. You want to do some underground real shit? Come through the studio. We won't tell nobody about it. We'll do zero promo. We'll just drop it, you know, and we'll show you the questions beforehand. I don't give a fuck. You are Drake. I'll tell you this much. I won't ask him about no beef. I have so many Drake questions. I'm talking about his first album, second album, bars from that album, like certain moments from that album that needs to be discussed that no one's ever discussed them. You know, the best interview he did was Rap Radar, Elliot Wilson. But even then, I feel like you can dive deeper with Drake. Because Drake needs an interview about the music. All these other interviews are funny. The Bobby shit, all that shit's funny. But we got to, we got to, come on. We got to get to the nitty gritty. Um, and also, speaking of Drake, Drake made a post that he's dropping this on Friday. We don't know what the fuck this means, though. You know, we don't know if this is actually a single, if this is the radio show. But it's called Table for One, Sirius XM, Sound 42. You know, so Sound 42 is the radio show. Table for one, is it a segment of a radio show? Is it a song? Is it a single? You know? <laughs> what the fuck is with the cover? The cover art is like him hugging a girl that looks again like Kim Kardashian, kind of, kind of Spanish vibes. You know, and my nah, thing she, is this, right? She a little baddie, bro. It's with a baby. Drake has a baby mama. Drake has a son. Why not do that? Maybe nah, it's not a personal... He'll nah. probably do that when he does like a personal album. Let's be honest, that's... That's like like an old school Hispanic. Yeah, like thing. in your wallet type shit. In your shit. wallet, yeah. But he then, can't do that shit with his baby mama. But then bro. Table for One sounds like a breakup song. Table for One, you know what I'm saying? And Table for One, would it be a radio show? I don't think so because why have a cover art for a radio show? What does what does this have to do with a radio show? Imagine, it's like it makes no imagine sense. Imagine this shit's just to show us that he has another baby mama and an actual another kid. That would be insane. Imagine. If this is actually Drake's another baby mom and another child. That would be fire, bro. That would be fire. That would be fire. But I think it's definitely just him mimicking, like you see the uh, San Francisco starter's yeah. jacket. Yeah. There has to be a, a photo out there of someone just like this from back in the day that he's actually copying. They'll probably pop up on Twitter yeah, eventually. Photoshop. Yeah. Um, but Good ass Photoshop, bro. Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern and then the dog emoji on his Instagram post. That's a fucking poodle, bro. What is going on? Is Drake pushing the album back? 
And is this just gonna be a song that drops? I I have my money on that being Barcelona. I mean, the Barcelona. Case. What the fuck am I saying? PSG. Then he posts this. Look at table for one is a keychain Thursday. Why a keychain now? You know what I'm saying? We know that's not the album cover. This is the album cover. What's the album cover have to do with that photo? Nothing, if you think about it. This is very random. Drake frustrates me because I just want the fucking album already. I don't give a fuck about none of this other bullshit, all these antics. Give me the fucking album. Yachty saying some of the best music he's ever heard. Controversial bars. Pusha T saying he has three albums coming. Everyone's kind of gearing up. I feel like the world rotates around this album once it's released. So, in my opinion, I think he is going to push it back. If you look at the top 100 charts, the top 10 when, this when week, done? Uh, the SZA song is not is left. Last week was number one. It's not even top 10 no more this week. Maybe Charlamagne was right. I don't think so, though. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it wasn't a hit. We said it wasn't a hit. No, we yeah, yeah. I said it wasn't. It didn't deserve, deserve number one. No. So, as I, as I, so it's gone. But for it to leave top 10, it's kind of, oh, shit, all 10? Okay. When Maybe so he do- doesn't need another single. Yeah. When is he done touring? So the tour... He has two dates, Friday and Saturday in Toronto. And then the other dates were po- has been, have been postponed. Nashville, um, a couple other states have been po- postponed. I think those were going to be like today, tomorrow, and then probably Monday. But they, he postponed his those dates. But he did say in the post, remember, he's like, oh, we're going to double back, blah, blah, blah. Right. But he said that before he even postponed any dates. So some people were confused. Like, what do you mean going to double back? Where? You didn't miss no dates. Now he's missing dates, so he's going to double back, go do, do, do those dates. Um... I don't know what's going on, though. This is, like, a very confusing rollout. I think he did suffer from the single where it wasn't, like, a hit hit. And... Bro, shut that up, local bro. Coño. Pardon the background noise, guys. <laughs> this guy is going to have a, a fucking heart attack in here. Um, but, yeah, so the Drake rollout is very confusing. I feel like he's done way better rollouts than this. Um, time will tell, though. Time will tell. We want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Drake is very strategic. I do think that he needs another single. Another push. Maybe that's what it is. Because he didn't even have a, a fucking cover art with the last one. Because Halle Berry deaded that. So he didn't have a music video. It was just something a to do. Yeah. So maybe... And then if you do that, there needs to be a lot of music. This has to be like a 20-song album. If you think about it. It has to be. It can't be a 10-song album. And then we might, have that scissor like, song. It might be like 18. With like three singles. Four <laughs> singles, maybe. If this ends up being a single. Oh man, I don't know. I do not know. It's very interesting. But speaking of interesting, um, it's time to debate real quick. So over the weekend, brand new music dropped, and for starters, we'll talk about real quick. Shout out to the music that did come out. Um, but in reality, I feel like the only two things that matter are the stuff that we covered, anyways. Um, so Lil Wayne dropped the mixtape. I think that that Lil Wayne mixtape that came out is probably the worst project Lil Wayne's ever released in his career. The production was awful. It's, it's a hard listen. And there's some bars, but not enough for you to get over the fact that the production was just bad. Well, production or the mixing? A bit of both. Because the production was like high quality, yeah. but horrible selection. Yes. Like it was like, like it sounded high quality, definitely not cheap. But then it came off like amateur hour. Like, we're just going to throw this fucking drums here. Like, Mm -hmm. what's going on here? You know, it went viral. Like, people were like, yo, someone scammed Drake. um, uh, Not Drake. Wayne with these beats. You know, they played the bird song. Because the bird song is like, it's like a random ass. Like, it starts off random murder. And it's murder on the beat. So it's like, oh, murder beats? You're going to think it's fire. And it's not. 
It's like, what the fuck is this? Even though the the one of the better songs was the the Wheezy Out of Here production, but it wasn't even like, uh, it wasn't like a fucking good ass track. The best song I think overall is that um Split, some shit like that, right? Split. Yeah. That's the best song on the whole project. Um, the more I listen to it too, that's the best song on the whole project. But Drake, I mean, you I keep saying went Drake. Back to it? Yeah, I had to. I was like, let me let me make sure I'm not fucking retarded. Like, nah, am I going yeah, crazy yeah. here? Like, what's going on? And then I was, I'm like, yeah, this is, um, it was just as bad yeah, as we res- thought. Respectfully is the worst fucking thing I've heard in like a couple of years. Put, your, put the camera on you. You got to say it on camera. <laughs> Respectfully, bro. <laughs> Respectfully, it's like the worst project that I've heard in like a past couple of years. Yes. Respectfully, because I got a lot of love for you. You know He's what I'm saying? He's a legend. I got a lot of love for you. A lot of love for like the people who are on it and shit, you know. The artist for a reason, so y'all make good music. Oh no, yeah, hundred percent. Shout out to Euro, especially but, it's our brother. God damn, bro! Why you put this shit out, bro? And you know what it was too. I was talking to some people, um, from his team, from the Young Money team, and the expectations that some people got, especially me, after seeing the Tiger verse go viral, that I tweeted, was like, "Damn, Wayne is coming like this! Oh my god!" And we got the mixtape in two days. What's going to happen? Oh, my God. And then that verse was better than anything on that entire mixtape. Yeah. The album, Mixed you know, whatever you want to call it. Fuck it was. So it was like, fuck, Wayne. But you're still a legend. You know, some people definitely felt, we saw in the comments right away how we felt, where it's like, oh, this is just for fun. That's not going to necessarily hinder his actual discography or legendary status at all. But speaking of other new music, over the weekend, Little Yachty dropped a brand new song featuring J. Cole. It's gone viral. Little Yachty sounds like Danny Brown on it, where like he's like high pitched voice rapping. So it's not a pleasant listen for Yachty's part, but when you break down the bars like we did, Yachty has some bars in there. Yeah, yeah for Yachty sure. Yachty rapped really sure. good in there. It was just the selection of the flow sounding like. Huh. I think I wish he did a deep voice. The flow would have worked if it would have been a deep voice. If it was a deep voice, if it was a deep voice. You know what I'm saying? Because it would have came off as like okay. They threw they threw the beat on you and shit like that, but you gon' yeah. right, you just spitting, you know what I'm saying? But he's doing this fucking high pitched voice that Allegedly on the recipe. Yeah, it's only, like oh only Edwin's been listening to it, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Edwin's like been playing it all day and shit you every know, day. Like I if I were to listen to it, I'm probably just gonna start it off at Cole's verse. So that's what a lot of people been doing. Um because J. Cole, for those that know, J. Cole dropped probably the best verse this year i think j cole has the best verse this year and then wayne's verse on the tiger song is like right next to it mm-hmm. like right right below it you said what you're playing it because of cole that's what a lot of people say on twitter and the cole verse yeah that's a pretty good i don't jump over niggas i go over niggas what about the chess and checker bar from yachty yeah, it was pretty good, but the the obviously we said it. J Cole definitely outwrapped the Audi by a landslide. Like it was a by if you break down oh, everything, on, J Cole had first of all he had thirty two bars, and every single bar rhymed with each other. Mm-hmm. Every single bar, mm-hmm. it wasn't like he switched up the like everything, mm-hmm. and it didn't sound boring. It wasn't drawn drawn out, mm-hmm. and then also you throwing in some cockiness, some cockiness into it, where it's like. It felt like he was coming at someone, and people still don't know. Is it and be a young boy? Some people are saying it could have been at. Um, Kendrick Lamar, because he mentioned the Steppers. Steppers in the studio, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah. So people are like, oh, wait a minute. Was it at Kendrick this whole time? Like, what's going on? Did we not know it was I like Kendrick? I already said it when he rap beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Bro. And then Yachty, yeah. Yachty has been going off recently, whereas he's showing that he's amongst the most influential artists right now yeah, yeah, yeah. because of the fact that his influence on Drake's Her Loss album, his influence with the City Girls and female rap, you know, him writing actual mm-hmm. female rap hit songs, mm-hmm. right? His style, the way he dresses, rappers are dressing like him, Questionable. right? Questionable. <laughs> and then... Um, even with Poland, the shit he did with his song. voice with Poland, a yeah. lot of rappers did that in a lot of songs afterwards with yeah, that yeah, voice. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna deny that. That voice shit, you I'm know, especially up and coming rappers that were blown up on TikTok with a lot of similar songs like that. Um, Tesla is a pretty good song. I, I think Yachty, you know, a lot of people are saying, is Yachty, I saw it go on tw- Twitter, oh, it was going here, viral. Here we go, here we go. Is Yachty the it. MVP, raps MVP this year? But if it's not Yachty, who, it is, who is it? For what? Because of association, maybe? <laughs> I don't know what they meant, but they just said MVP what, rap of the year. Because of fucking music? It ain't because of the music. Yeah, I don't know. May- maybe relevance. Because even relevance Poland, so was, far. Poland was last year. Poland you know was one saying? of the better songs of last year. He's had relevance. Yeah, one of the most relevant These rappers. upcoming months. He's, like, I mean, these past months, he's had relevance. With the Bobby shit, with the fucking, with being with Drake shit, the interview shit, the, the, the hurt loss. Mm-hmm. The, you know what I'm saying? He's had relevance, and I'm happy for him. I Well, yeah. But come on. When it comes to actual rankings, though, for this current generation of rappers, my current ranking is Drake at number one, and I'm going to have to put J. Cole number two. I think J. Cole you has definitely bumped Kendrick, out Kendrick, hasn't Kendrick dropped, Lamar from the top two. He's only two. dropped the one. Thing yeah. And Kendrick is not in, in there. Kendrick is three, and maybe barely. Because sometimes I feel like at three... In the past couple years with albums, I could put maybe like a Tyler Creator in the three. I've said that in the past. I could throw him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, other than Tyler, it gets it gets a bit like, hmm, you know, well, who else, right? You know, maybe if Gunna was more consistent, maybe. But then even Gunna, that would be a huge stretch, right? That's like, oh, we need way more years of music to compete with the, this top three. But Tyler would be one I would put up there. Um, but yeah, I think that Kendrick Lamar, everyone was gassed up. Smoking on top five, this and that. Kendrick Lamar is not smoking on shit. And no one is saying it. Everyone wants to be riding his dick because if he's a legend. We know he's a legend. We know he's released some of the best rap albums of all time. But we are not going to say that Kendrick Lamar right now is better than fucking Drake and better than J. Cole. J. Cole is better. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Even in the bars. Off the top of your head. Name. Your favorite song, or maybe two songs, from his last album that you still play today. Who's? Kendrick Lamar's last album, last two songs. Two songs from Kendrick Lamar's last album that you still play I, today. I didn't like that album. That's the thing. And but, that's but what we got to talk about. It would have to be... Um, um, hold up, hold up. I'm still playing J. Cole offseason. I'm still playing J. Cole new features. I'm still playing Drake. Anything Drake drops... Gets played. Even if I hate it at first, eventually I'm going to end up liking it. Kendrick Lamar is not as relevant right now as people are trying to make him. Rich Spirit. Rich Spirit was the best song off of that album to me. Count me out. As far as replay value goes, but the best song actually is the one with Baby Keem. What's the one with Baby Keem on that? Go towards the end of the track list. The one with Baby Keem and um, Mm, that one. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um... That's the one. That's that's the one on that album, actually. That one's crazy. 
I forgot. I don't remember that because he doesn't have him as a feature. Oh, it's not? No. Yeah, damn. I thought he did. Oh, Savior? Savior. Savior. Savior and Rich Spirit are the two best best songs on the, on the album. But yeah, man, I think we got to be honest. When it comes to that ranking shit, people are going to get mad. I don't care. I want you to get mad. I need more haters. I need more haters. I feel like I've been getting too much love lately. I want more hate. Um, so yeah. Kendrick Lamar, I don't know what the fuck is going on. People got to be we honest. We need rap beef, Kendrick. We need you back, bro. People fuck, need to be man. honest Listen, about, man. about Kendrick, man. I honestly, just feed us throwaways. Fuck, bro. He's got to give honest. us something, bro, because people are people going people to start feeling it. Right now, everyone's chilling. Give it another year. Kendrick not dropping nothing. Bro, hit up. Kendrick Lamar's legacy, if he drops nothing in a year, we are no longer in the wait five years to drop game. That last time was not that great for you to say that again and wait five more fucking years. Mm -hmm. That is, that is, come on. Come on. That's, no interviews. Yeah. Barely any music videos. Kendrick Lamar is non-existent. And you can say he doesn't care, but then why would he not care if he's saying he's smoking on top fives? No, or, or start, you can't just, smoke on top fives and not care. Just start giving fucking Baby Kim a bunch of features then. Bro, these guys be capping like, oh, but he doesn't care though. Kendrick Lamar doesn't care though. He doesn't give a fuck, bro. You think he cares? But he's different. No. Then why is he saying he's smoking on top fives and this and that and all this shit? And like throwing subliminals at concerts, going hard at the concerts, great ass tour. Why would he do all that if he doesn't care? He cares. You guys think he doesn't care. He's playing a fucking illusion game with people. Got the fans fucked up. Got the fans thinking he don't give a fuck. That way they don't give a fuck. In reality, he gives all the fucks. <laughs> bro, I'll tell you this. I have a feeling if Kendrick Lamar fucking comes back, bro, that's it. He fucking up the whole rap game. But that that I agree with that. I feel like if Kendrick were to drop, he can be number one, number everything, right? Yeah. But it's not enough for you to just know that and for him to say, like, what, what what's his excuse? Oh, I can drop a classic if I wanted to. Well, like when, when when Kanye said that, he was like, I can drop a dark twisted fantasy if I wanted to again. Like, I know what it is. I know what it takes to make a perfect album. Uh, then do it, right? He tried it again with Donda. Donda was great, right? He did it again kind of with Life of Pablo, but it wasn't still dark fantasy. I heard, speaking of that, I heard uh, that they leaked a bunch of like footage and shit like that for like another. Yes, that's uh, the next topic we're talking about right now. So yeah. for those who didn't know, there was a documentary being filmed from 2018 to like 2020 a bunch of footage of Kanye West that has now been leaked. How does that leak? I don't know who leaks this, right? And for those who don't know, Kanye West right now is in Italy with Ty Dolla Sign and other artists recording a brand new music, uh, videos, multiple, but an actual brand new music project, an album, allegedly. Last night, a new clip came out of him in a room spazzing like, do you hear that? Oh my God. After playing like a 10 minute uh, snippet, the snippet even now sound that hard to me. I'm not gonna lie. It was okay. It was Tyler Dolla Sign, but it wasn't like, oh my God, like the way Kanye was amping it. I'm like, all right, but Hey, Started we never know. Khaled. Yeah. He was trying to be on some Khaled shit, like amp up his shit too much. Like, okay, but we, you never can doubt Kanye, I guess, musically, but he has had some misses. Um, not recently because the Donda one was great, but Donda two, it was just not finished, but I think it was pretty good music. It just not finished. But we shall see what's happening with that. But we do have the documentary footage that's been leaking, right? We'll play it where he actually calls Cardi B a industry plant, basically. Um, denying her of her all her success, etc. Saying that it was because of the fact that she is the Nicki Minaj replacement put into place by the actual industry. The people in the industry, music labels, etc. Nah, he bugging with that. Let's see it Keep here. Keep with that, because Cardi has a lot of old shit, bro, that wasn't really popping up, and then, you know, she started 
She just started making her shit better. There's a phone call with Scooter Braun, his former manager. Scooter Braun, famous manager previously for Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, you name it. Yes, Corey CIA. Well, not this one, actually. The next clip, I think, is with Scooter. Not this clip. Like, he didn't even have to say it. I know it. He's talking about Corey Gamble. He's said like, Corey Gamble's a CIA. Corey is Chris Jenner's husband. I don't know if they're married, but I think they're still dating um, her partner. Uh, the bald black guy. Everyone see him all sees him all the time on the Kim, uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. A lot of people still always felt like, who? What does Corey do? What does Corey do? Who? What does he do? Right? Because he's he's not a celebrity like that. Like you don't know what he does. I think he does like real estate. I really still don't know what he does for money. Um, but he has to be a millionaire because he's with the Kardashians' mother, right? But there's always been some suspicious thing with Corey, right? I guess he's trying to say that Corey Gamble is CIA. <laughs> That's crazy. You fucking CIA? What are you talking about? Like. He's Illuminati. I mean, if someone would know about Illuminati, it's Kanye West, but then would Kanye West be Illuminati? I guess he's not in the Illuminati. He knows Illuminati, though, right? That's right. Why, that's, why, that's why fucking Cardi B was over there. Cardi B is a plant by the Illuminati. She don't write her raps. She's just there to, like, sound as ignorant as possible. And just, and then... Make songs like fuck him and he gets some money. Yeah. You know, she's literally replaced, you know, Nicki Minaj purposely. That they put her there. And now she doesn't know what to do. And she's just a fucking, she has no idea what the fuck is going on. She thinks it's just a blessing from the universe. It ain't no blessing. <laughs> this <laughs> is crazy. This guy bro. sounds crazy. This is crazy. You know, and then Nicki Minaj, not Nicki Minaj, pardon me. Cardi B posted and deleted a video clip of an interview that Kanye West did, I think, last year with Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked, where he shouted out Cardi B because he was late to the interview. And he was like, oh, sorry, Jason, I was, I'm late. You know, I was late. You know, I was you know, up all night recording. You know, I was finishing that verse for your girl, Cardi, I guess for Hot Shit. That was before Hot Shit song, uh, dropped, the Cardi B song with Lil Durk and Kanye West. Um, according to her, a unsuccessful single. But he said, oh, your girl, blah, 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 because Jason Lee's very close with Cardi B. So she posted that, kind of like, as, oh, there's love now or some shit like that, whatever. Kind of like trying to say, like, there's no beef, whatever. Mm. But then she deleted it. So now maybe she got clarity. Maybe she thought that this was a recent clip, right? And she was like, wait, no, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Why would she delete it? Why would she post that and delete it, right? For context. Maybe now she, she thinks that her... She's trying to not start anything. Maybe, yeah. But maybe now she thinks that he actually meant this or that he, you know, that... You know, I don't know. Why would you delete that? I have no idea. But I do know that fact that this has been a theory for a lot of years. Randomly online from Azalea Banks to so a lot of other people have sp speculated the fact that Nicki Minaj actually controlled more than damn near 80% of the market share when it came to female rappers in the music industry. Because whenever she would drop, that's all that mattered, right? For almost 10 years now, Nicki Minaj. Well, in the rap game or in general? Was it 10 years? I'm trying to think. No, because Cardi came out recently. Nicki had a run where she would uh, captivate the female rap game charts, everything in the industry. Not 10 years. When, when was I like would in, say like five to six years. When we was middle school, high school, Nicki was hot. Yeah. So five to six years. And then Cardi B came. And then Cardi B was the only one that could compete. No one else has been able to compete with Nicki Minaj. But, but not from the start, though. Cardi wasn't really in the limelight like that from the start.
But the, bro, you know how much music she had before Borat Yellow? Yeah, but that's that's what that's where the play would be where if she had those mixtapes, but bro? she was she was independent. So right. people are saying when she dropped the Bodak Yellow, she signed to Atlantic Records. She became the Atlantic Records baby yeah, but, child. Yeah, but that's not, and if, now if you're a plant, it's from the start. Hmm. Yeah. It's from the start if you're a plant. So they're saying that that, that record labels have been so annoying. Like fuck. Like we're trying. Nikki. Like we're we're not. We like if they don't if they're not signed with Nikki, they're not making money off of Nikki's drops. Who else could we make? Like oh my god. And Atlantic was like oh, Cardi, let's push her. Let's make her. Blah blah. blah right. And now, when you look at it, Cardi B and Nicki have been the only ones really competing. You do have a Megan Thee Stallion, but who takes up most of the market share? If we're being honest, the top two females are Nicki Minaj still and Cardi B. Um, but would a label do this? They, they've done, This is possible. This is definitely possible. Do I think it's true? I don't think it's true. I do think, like I've said in the past, like Cardi B is not that great of a rapper, but she says it herself. Cardi B, and that's the thing. She doesn't help this narrative. If you look at her interviews, she's not confident. Her last interview recently with the Breakfast Club, she's talking about like she doesn't really want to rap. Like it's like she doesn't she's not like a rapper's rapper. She looks at it like where it's just for money, like a job. And that sucks to say because then you are not a top dog, Cardi. Like you can't look at yourself like I'm better than everyone and then be like, I don't give a fuck about rapping. Like, oh, I don't really care about like you don't have no passion. She has no passion for rapping. So and she said this throughout the years, multiple times. And I felt like, damn, is someone going to check on that? Someone should tell her not to say that. She keeps saying it. So I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Okay, so that's what makes me kind of be like, I appreciate her. My Dominican sister, God bless. And I fuck with her vibe, how she is like organically all the time. Mm-hmm. But then maybe that organic energy might hinder her. Whereas like, you're saying some shit that might fuck you up. Like, why are you saying you're not, you're not passionate about this rap shit? And that's when people are going to be like, wait, you don't rap? You don't write your raps? Because she's had songs that have been written for her. She's admitted to it in the past. It's not like all the bars, but like some hooks, et cetera, right? Because she's trying to make a hit. Yeah, but the, uh, And now we have Kanye West saying this. There's so many artists that get their fucking shit written. There's so many hits out there that have gotten written. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. For these big-ass artists, for Rihanna, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, and But you know how it is with rappers? Rappers always have that ego and shit with that. It's different. I don't think she's ever said that she, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Y- y'all pull up the clip. Y'all pull it up. Yeah. Oof. There's another clip, though. From the documentary. Be in this situation, it's gonna be a get me out this motherfucking good music shit now. And Scooter ain't gonna be no oh, I'm still putting my name on a shit. I need to get rid of good music because I'm great. And guess what? Good is the enemy of great. The fuck I'm doing giving Wanna Love You to fucking Tiana. What the fuck I'm doing giving that Daytona album to Pusha. What the fuck I'm doing, bro? That shit like I, that shit was three dark fantasies that I gave away. Cop shot the kid. Nas rapping all goddamn offbeat on it. Don't even want to shoot a video. They shoot the video. Don't even tell me. These motherfuckers don't appreciate me. All these motherfuckers are trying to use me. I'm the greatest motherfucking artist living, and I can do everything. And I'm not being expanded. And my vision is not being expanded to what it is. I'm performing. At- other people's festivals and shit. I've been wanting a fucking festival. People. Then do a festival. I don't know, man. That's the thing with Kanye. He's not wrong in what he's saying. Right? Daytona, I feel like it was properly appreciated, so I would skip that one. The Tiana Taylor album, I think, was highly underappreciated, even by Tiana herself. The Nas album, I think, was underrated. 
even by Nas himself. But he's saying like Nas rapping off beat. Maybe he's trying to say like even Nas didn't take it serious. Like he purposely was rapping off beat. Like he wasn't taking the beats very seriously. The production on all three of those albums, that was when he was dropping shit back to back. I think like it was like a week after week or something like that. Amazing. Especially Daytona. Amazing production, right? But to say like they don't appreciate you and then you want to do these things. I'm the fucking greatest artist of all time. You arguably are. But then that's where your ego is at the door, right? Look at him now. He went down the Nazi spiral. He's still trying to hint at a comeback, right? He's trying to make cooking up music. We don't know what's going on. He doesn't have social media. We don't know what's happening. I do think he can still drop music and still go crazy, right? He can still drop the best album of the decade if he wants. But will it happen? Probably not. He's so sporadic. He's so uncalculated. He's so all over the place. That even though we see him cooking up music and all this shit, oh, he'll probably disappear again for two more years. We never know what's going to happen with Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Look at this. This was, what, four years? No, five years ago now? It's a five-year-old piece of footage? You know, that's how, it felt, uh, how he felt five years ago. So people got to take this with a, with a, what's it called, a grain of salt. But if you are Cardi B, Tiana Taylor, Pusha T, et cetera, and you're listening to these words for the first time, first time ever, not even a glimpse of it before even talking to Kanye directly. Check him. You're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Do you still feel about this way about me now? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's where I think the issue is. Especially his close circle, push a T and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. That good music shit. Mm. I don't know, man. It's crazy to see um see this, but the Kanye stands are going to be Kanye stands. They're going to be like, oh, whatever. Blah, blah. But you guys got to call him out too, man. Be honest with the man. Like, this This man definitely needs help. But this was five years ago, so... I digress, right? This was five years ago. I calculated that shit right now. I didn't. Even, I forgot. It was 2018. Was it really that long ago? Bro, time is flying right before us. What the fuck is going on? Um, we spoke about that. Oh, I did want to talk about this. So Dame Dash, Dame Dash is saying now in a brand new interview, Dame Dash is saying that Jay-Z is trying to erase him from the legacy, trying to erase everything that Dame Dash did for Jay-Z's career, Rockefeller, Etc. Right? Dame Dash, for those who don't know, he'd had Dame Dash Studios on YouTube. Didn't get much views. He'll always do like live stream shows, independent movies. He's always filming something independently. Independent show, independent movie. They're not really successful at all. The most successful thing that Dame Dash has done in recent times has been his interviews. Every time since someone sits down with Dame Dash, it gets a bunch of views because Dame Dash has incredible knowledge. The way he talks, he's amazing with his words. He's an amazing talker, right? Even if you disagree with him, he still sells it. He's an amazing mind. Mm-hmm. So he started a new network, it seems like a new YouTube channel. It's called America New, America the New Network, something like that, NU Network. And he did a new interview on there. I guess the show he has is called The CEO Show, something like that. And it was an interview of himself, someone interviewing him, like a therapist type of guy. Um, healing is Gangster, something like that. The guy's called, it's like a company or something. But he said this very interesting things during this interview about Jay-Z multiple times. We'll play the clips right now. I don't know what the fuck already swearing happened with Biggs. He came home from jail and it was just a different Biggs. So he did he you meaning he didn't try to mediate, he had no interest in I just was like, to... why are you acting like like when you start dressing like this? Like what happened, man? So Rocky behind that shit. Like I'm like, what type of shit is this? So, like, yeah, I've had to process, like, I, I am surprised at certain people. Yeah. 
And I don't know why, and I would love for them to answer why, what I did to make them act that way. I would love to see that in public. <laughs> or like, yeah, when they be like, oh, you don't, like not including me in the Rockefeller documentaries and the books, or that's corny. No matter what, I'm not gonna erase Jay's history in my life or Biggs's. That's corny to me. Like I, I mean, didn't, see, I, they it, didn't have I mean, my, it's I mean, impossible. It, it, I just wouldn't do it. It's like, why yeah. would I try to erase my friends? Like we right. was like brothers and shit. So I would never do that, but they doing that shit and they be obvious about it. So it's like, you know, it is what it is. He sounds very hurt. He sounds very like, you know, passionate. There's another moment right here we're gonna play where he's discussing that same thing. This is around one minute and 50 seconds of this clip right here. The Art of Dialogue Twitter account or X account, right? Everything's Wish I could X get now. a fair one. Let's see right here. Every time I put the Twitter on this um laptop, this happens. Every time I clip uh loading a loading a clip is struggles, but then look at the bottom clip playing. They don't got priorities. We gotta blame Elon Musk for this. Okay, here we have it. Get a fair one. But anybody that got some kind of problem with me, in. just stop cheating. Businessman, business. Jay for years. As you see, I, I'm an individual that found that I'm really creative. So it's like, yo, leave me the fuck alone. Just let me live, bro. Like, just leave me alone. You know, and then be like, you know, y'all ain't doing nothing in front of cameras behind the scene. People conspire and they do shit. And, you know, like a Steve Stout, a Leor Cohen, a Jay Z, all of that shit. You know, I, I, I just, they all seem like they be working together to fuck me over. Pause, it's like, it's been 20 fucking years. <laughs> I'm calling out names and you know, whoever be like, yo, why are you saying that? I mean, you had- And they'll you, tell you, like you, I'm looking at interviews yeah. and everyone's throwing each other under the bus. And you've had, you've had individual relationships. Yeah, I did it cause I don't want to hustle on that block no more. And I want to go have a family and I, I want to go be creative. So, you know, why you got to try to make me bad so y'all can look good? Just leave me the fuck alone. Well, that's how I feel about. Were it. any of those? Were any of those? That was the. That was the one you didn't. Expect. That was a shock. None of them was everything. None. Of, nothing was a surprise. But Jake. That was the. That was the one you didn't. Expect. That was a shock. I didn't. I, I wasn't expecting that. Wow. I, I, wow. Nothing was a surprise, but Jay. Jay Z situation. For those that don't know, Rockefeller started with Biggs, Dame. Damon Dash, and Jay-Z, three-headed monster behind the label. Um, a lot of other people, a lot of other counterparts behind the scenes. Clark Kent, DJ Clark Kent, Lenny S., etc. Early on, Rockefeller Days. Obviously, the whole crew, Memphis Bleak, all the rappers there. The artists they signed, but they split ways. You know, mm -hmm. it ended. Specifically, Dame Dash and Jay-Z parted ways. Biggs, eventually, with the jail situation... But Dame Dash and Jay-Z parted ways. Jay-Z remained in the, in the actual music business. He worked with Def Jam, eventually started up what we have now, Rock Nation, right? Dame Dash just went the independent route. He did movies, still what he does today, movies, content like this, um, clothing. But they've always been at odds. And I think he's he's very passionate here. It seems like he's very frustrated, but... For those who don't know, 
Jay-Z has given Dame Dash credit, especially in public. Two years ago at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2021, Jay-Z actually shouted out Dame Dash, surprisingly, by name, while he received the award. Thank you, and Jay. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging Dame Dash. He literally says, shout out to Dame. I know we don't see eye to eye, but I can never erase your accomplishments. Same exact word that Dame Dash said. Erase. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. I didn't realize that until now, the exact word erase. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think Jay-Z trying to erase him, but we also don't know the situation behind the scenes. This shit could be deeper than we realize, right? This is millionaire people problems, right? But then as a brotherhood, where it's like you never want to see them, you know, be apart for so long. We did see photos with Biggs and Dame Dash um, during, I think, Kanye's last album rollout. So people thought like, oh, they're getting cool now? Okay, Biggs and Dame Dash? Maybe Jay-Z is going to get cool with them as well. And then Dame Dash in his interview confirmed, you know, he switched up. He's like, he he met up with Biggs. No, he saw Biggs at a restaurant, and then Biggs was supposedly ran away from him or something. He tried to try to talk to him. He's like, why, why are you switching up? Because you're out of jail. You're out of jail. Why are you not talking to me? Like, are you, because you're picking Jay's side? Have have you not, you haven't heard me talk? Let's talk. Like, let's clear it up. Like, what did Jay-Z tell you about me? Like, is he, did he lie to you about me? Like, you know, ever since the split, ever since you were in jail, like, maybe you don't know the full story. Well, according to Dame Dash, Biggs didn't give a fuck. You know, this guy, he doesn't care. You know, he still want, he doesn't want to do nothing with Dame. He's picking Jay-Z's side, right? Um, which is still, like, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, in, it's incredible when you see something so beautiful manifest, but then obviously the demise of it, mm-hmm. money comes into hand, and we have what we have now. But Jay-Z, you know, I don't know. He makes a lot of fucking money, so I feel like there is still room to work with Dame Dash in the future. Dame Dash is very intelligent, very brilliant. He's very independent, so I could see something happening. But right now, it's shaking, shaky waters between the former Rockefeller brothers, you know. But that story was making headlines everywhere. Um, people were like, what the fuck is going on, Dame Dash and, and Jay-Z? If Beefing again, it feels like we're in 20 fucking, you know, 20, no, not 20, 1998 damn near. You know, that shit stems from the 90s, to be honest. So three decades later, and the situation still going on between them. Um, moving on real quick, this was a uh, two quick uh, sports news situations. This happened today where Jimmy Butler trolled the media. Today's media day in the NBA, for those who don't know, the first media day of the NBA. So all the teams are being interviewed, taking photos, new team, new rosters. Um, basically a start of the preseason, etc. And we have... <laughs> Jimmy Butler. And like the whole lip ring doing it. Gotta stay in character. Gotta stay in character, He has the earrings in his lips, eyeliner, nails painted. He said, This is my Halloween. Jimmy Butler is really like trying to troll people. I don't know what's going on. Look at the photo. This is, almost looks like a fake like AI, but it's not. It's real. Jimmy Butler looks incredibly insane. Like, he looks like he needs help. But at the same time, he's trolling people. He's trying to be funny, right? So I do like this, where it's like he's adding to the game a sense of, like, character, role-playing, mm-hmm. funniness. 
everyone's always so fucking serious, right? Let's let's be funny sometimes, you know. Yeah. Last year he had the fake um extension dreads that he had on, but they were like incredibly too big. Like it was like to be funny on purpose, damn near. He looked insane, right? Um, but this one is the most blatant funniness ever. Look at the nails painted horribly. You know, emo bracelet, like a bracelet, like a friendship bracelet. You know, but then is this offensive to the emo people? The emo community. I'm pretty sure they didn't even know about this. <laughs> the emo community is not up to speed. <laughs> Come on, they give a fuck, bro. But speaking of being serious all the fucking time, here we have Nikola Jokic, the Joker, with his depressed ass face walking back to the team. His first day back after winning a championship last year. The MVP of last year, right? The whole fucking, um, after winning the championship, he kept saying, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. So sad with the trophy, everything. <coughs> Bless you. He Thank finally you. went back home. They got pictured. He got pictured back in his home country. Happy, having a ball. Turned up. Oh, drinking. Couple, like a last month damn near, the whole summer. Now look at him back. Look at this walk. Back. Bro, you don't want to be here, bro? No. He doesn't want to be here. This no. man gets paid $50 million a year. It's a job, bro. <coughs> Listen. It's a job. This shit frustrates me, though, because any job that I'm getting paid $50 million to do, I could be I could be scooping poop with my hands off of, like, old men butt, right? Senior citizen ass, scraping it with my hands, poop. You're going to be happy? If you're paying me $50 million a year, I'm walking into work like this. <laughs> 50 fucking million dollars a year to play care, basketball. He doesn't care about the money, bro. And I think it's a guaranteed salary, too. This is nah, crazy nah. If, to if me. If he didn't care about the money, he wouldn't come into play. Um, I don't get what is going on with this man. Like, maybe he's truly unhappy. But then, this is why we had NBA players in maybe here. Maybe he's just awkward. And they were talking about Sarge Coastwider. He was like, yo, do you guys think that he should... Can he be the face of the league? This is why... An, inter an international player, specifically Nikola, Nikola um, Jokic, the Joker, he can't be the face of the NBA if you are not smiling and you're not happy to be in the fucking NBA. It's not just about being skilled. The most skilled player is not supposed to be just the face of the league. To be the face and to be like brand identity and like, oh, I want to be like him as a player and everything, I feel like you have to carry everything. Like You have to be happy to be there, like, you know, play basketball because you grew up playing basketball and you loved it. Joker doesn't come off that way. He comes off as if he's forced to be there. I'm just here to not get fined. I'm just here to get the money. But at the same time, I, I happen to be amazing. I happen to be so fucking good. I happen to be the best player, actually, in the league, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm so skilled. Like, mm -hmm. it's such a confusing... I've never seen a player like this. In a, like, like, I saw this today. I'm like, this is... Nah. This has to be, like, a skit. Like, he's still keeping this up? No. This is how he really must feel. Like... And it's like some people are like, oh, well, you can't force him to feel however. It's like, I can't, but I'm at least fucking be heated about it because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I I, I think y'all who be too into this shit just be heated for no reason. Bro, bro people are like, oh, that's how he's coming I back. Wish, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I cared that much, man. Man, he looks miserable to be back. This is the first no, he day. he does look miserable. You can't make this up, though. The first day, literally back. He's like, ah, oh, time to fucking legit, Look at his le face, legit me, bro. me every day. I'm gonna Look fucking at his go to face. work. Yeah, 
First date. Not, not even he's not even on the court yet. Barely slept, bro. Look Barely slept. Backs. Nah, this shit was this shit had me dying, bro. I was like, nah, you can't make this shit up. Jokic on some shit again. That's that's incredible. That is incredible. Um, speaking of basketball, shout out to Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard has been traded to the Bucks. I love that. I think it's gonna be an amazing team to see and pl- see them play. Um, Drew Holiday to the Celtics. That's gonna be exciting. The Celtics, man. <sighs> if the chemistry is there, I have them going to the finals this year. I have the Celtics going to the finals this year. If the chemistry is there, um, LeBron James said that this today that he, he this season he's gonna dedicate it to his son Bronny. I dedicate the season to my son. What the fuck does that mean? You better go off. You're dedicated to your son. You better not play horribly. You know, your son's supposed to be, I think, drafted maybe next year to the league. I don't know how that's going. So, do you still want to play with him? Fuck LeBron. He made me lose a few hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> um, would this be... Yeah. No, we'll talk about two quick last topics of the day. Talking about numbers. In Las Vegas over the weekend, you saw the band U2. Their performance went viral. Who? U2. It's like a band. It's like a white band. Okay. In Vegas. Okay. You probably saw the viral clips of the spear. The big ball. No. Oh, wait. That big no. ball that's like a stage in Vegas. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I, I didn't see no clips. Yeah, so there was clips viral because they started their show. So now there's the first shows ever inside of the spear. So outside of the spear has been viral. People keep seeing it. Like they do like trolling spear things. Spear is fear. Do I mis- am I mispronouncing it? I think I am, right? Because um, I think the P sphere. is silent. Sphere, yeah. Sphere. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you said spear. spear. I was like, what is he talking? Spear. Spear. Yes. Yeah, because spear. spear, remember, spear is the shit that you throw. It's like pointy and you like, you spear something. Yeah, the spear. I'll yeah. actually look up sphere. right here because I'm surprised you didn't see the clips. I want you to see the clip at least visually because the clip was beautiful, bro. Like, this shit was inside. We'll probably don't, won't play audio for the fucking copyright purposes, but the visual of this shit inside was insane. Um, this is one of them. So, like, you, they could do so much stuff. We're going to break down the oh, analytics wow. real quick. But look at the inside of this, right? Look at that. Wow. Yeah, bro. And then watch, watch. That's amazing. I think more happens towards the end. Look at that. Wow. It comes down towards you. Hell no, bro. I don't know. I wonder how many people got, what's that shit called? When he's like flashing lights and all that shit? They're like, uh, they put like the disclaimer for people who have what? I forgot, epilepsy. Yeah, look yeah, at this. Yeah, you don't see this? Look at this. Oh, shit. Incredible, bro. Wow, that looks amazing, I want to go so bad. Like, I'm dying to go. Yeah, that looks like, amazing. Like, I haven't been dying to go somewhere in a while, and this is like the thing I want to see now. Insane. Yeah, that's fire. So, does that replay? I think it replays on Twitter by itself, hopefully. Yep, we'll keep it going there. Keep it up. Um... Yeah, but for those who don't know, the spear or the sphere, 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 sphere. Let's break down some analytics of the sphere. Actually, yeah, actually, put the camera on me. I want people to actually understand this because at first, when I, re- I did some research on this, I was shocked. Right, I'm like, what the hell? So we saw U2, right? U2, the the band performed there. Um, in my opinion, if Kanye West comes back and does concerts, he needs to do a performance at the sphere. If he performs here, Kanye West would make the best possible performance in the history of the world here he'll design something that will make like think about it like it'll be so insane like it needs to happen Kanye West needs to perform here like that we need to see that happen right no matter what right but nonetheless for those who don't know this is owned by James Dolan James Dolan is the billionaire who is the man behind the Madison Square Garden he is the owner of the New York Knicks 
the very unsuccessful basketball team, right? But the Knicks are actually the second most expensive, evaluated, financial, financially, NBA team. They're number two behind Golden State Warriors, you know, at $6.58 billion, right? He bought the Knicks in 1997 for $600 million, and he also owns the New York Rangers, the NHL team, the hockey team. This sphere is the most expensive venue built in Vegas. It passes the NFL Raiders Stadium, which was built in 2020 for $1.9 billion. Damn. Yep, and me and Eric, we, when we went to Vegas, we saw that being built, that stadium. But it's already been built since 2020. The sphere is 366 feet tall, 516 feet wide. It's a 505 180,000 square foot exterior overall, and it's called the exosphere, the exterior. It's all LEDs. The entire outside exterior is a, it's 100% LEDs, and it displays 256 million colors differently to depict eyeballs, basketballs, whatever you want. 256 million colors, colors is insane. The Spears screen is 160,000 square feet with a 16,000 by 16,000 resolution. <laughs> that's crazy. You're talking about 4Ks. That's 16. They, my God, the Ks are unstoppable. The highest resolution LED screen on Earth, according to them. 17,600. Um, okay, the standing room. It has a standing room capacity of 20,000 people, but it has 17,600 seats. 10,000 of those seats are immersive with a special sound system that allows guests to feel the sound vibrate. I wanna, I'm getting hard talking about this. The Sphere boasts the world's largest concert-grade audio system in the world. Wow. That means 1,500 loudspeaker modules and 167,000 speaker drivers, amplifiers, and processing channels, and 300 mobile loudspeaker modules. Jesus Christ, 99% of the sound system is hidden behind the transparent LED screen, for those who didn't know. And if you want to advertise, you know, I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, we should advertise the podcast on there, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this $2.3 billion MGS Spear, M MSG Spear, my bad. Sphere. 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 I can't. Spear. Sphere. Spear. Ah. Sphere. $2.3 billion worth, the value of it, right? It costs only $450,000 for you to advertise for one day here, uh, one ad. Only four, oh, that's not bad, right? <laughs> Outside or inside? Outside. I think it's worth it. <laughs> Outside. Um, this includes over 300 plus designers on the creative team, and they estimate 4.7 million daily impressions. 300,000 in person. And over four million on social media, guaranteed. Every day they're saying, um, pretty insane. And then when I broke it down myself, this is an, a genius conception by James Dolan. Mm -hmm. He said he's had a dream of this. Like he wanted to create a spear, like a ball. People would watch performances, and there's like a mini style one. I think like in L.A. But nothing compared to this one. But they still test out shows there in the L.A. one, the mini one, to see how it would maybe work in the big one. Um, but James Dolan, you know, very criticized, maybe one of the worst owners in the history because the New York Knicks, they're very rich, but they have not advanced or gotten better 
as a franchise, as a team, as a brand. Maybe who God knows since when. The Knicks are fucking travesty. But James Dolan, bro, $2.3 billion to build this, right? If you're charging half a million dollars for an ad a day, that means 365 days in a year with just one person paying for an ad a day. Do that math. I calculated it. That means that's 5,000 ads. So in about 13 years, he'll break even with just advertisements. With one ad a day. With just advertisements. That's not with sponsorships. That's not with the shows. That's not with ticket revenue. That's not with merch sales. That's not with other multiple advertisements. With just one. Mm -hmm. Let's say they run 10 a day. This is a money machine. This is genius. If you actually think about it, this shit might be actually undervalued. Like, I would have thought it would cost more. $2.3 billion to build this? And the football stadium only cost um, $1.9 billion? I feel like this is more valuable. Because if you look at these clips, bro, this is this is the biggest thing on TikTok right now. Millions of views. U2 is a huge band. Me, personally, I'm not a fan of them. I'm not listening to their music. But fuck that. Take them out the picture. They they were like the test for this. They were the pilot. They're, they're there. But they have other shows. Next month, there's like another show. I think this month, Dan Arorowski is like one of those like fancy like artists, creator, designers, aesthetic type of guy, for lack of better terms. He's one of those names that Kanye West would name during these rant interviews where he just names dope people. He's one of those names. He has a show that's going to be like the world, like it's going to be some dope shit, which I would love to see. And you can get tickets for $50. It's not sold out yet. You can get tickets for $50 to go experience this. So imagine that. But now let's add other elements. Let's have a Kanye West doing a show here. Hmm. Taylor Swift. Who else? You name it. Travis Scott. Insane. The possibilities uh, so, would be insane. Yeah, I was confused with the layout. I understand as to why they would do that because obviously all the attention is forward. You know what I'm saying? I thought that they were going to seating all around and then performance right in the middle. No. It seemed like the, the seating is like half of it. Not even half. I would say that's like a fourth of the building. This is all seats. You see like the lower? Yeah, maybe yeah, even yeah. less. Maybe even less than a fourth. That's probably like a like a fifth maybe. That just all seats. Because it's so big. It's so much airspace. You know, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. The design. Uh -huh. The only thing is that people in Las Vegas are complaining in the hotels, etc. They're saying that this is bright as a distraction. Who gives a fuck? I don't live in Vegas. I want to go, if anything, to Vegas to see this now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is incredible. So, who knows? We might be there soon. We they, shall see. They're going to have Usher in there. Oh, man. These are my confessions. Yeah, you could do so much shit here, bro. I would love to see it. Last topic of the day, talking about the actual... Oh, more numbers, actually. Mr. Beast. For those who don't know, Mr. Beast is the first ever of any kind of social media influencer to collaborate with the NBA as an actual sponsor for a team directly, right? For those oh, who don't wow. know... Today has been announced, breaking news today. What is he sponsoring? Mr. Beast's company, Feastables, is going to be the official patch on the jerseys for the Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Hornets, the oh, NBA wow. basketball team, right? The 2023-2024 season, full season. Yeah, Mr. Beast is going to have the Feastables patches. Every time you see them play these, play these basketball team, Michael Jordan's team, Michael Jordan's team, he might, I don't know if he sold them yet. I think he wanted to sell them. I don't know if he did sell them, but LaMelo Ball's on there, very popular young athlete. Um, amongst the worst teams in the league, 
which probably made it more affordable for Mr. Beast to make this happen, right? Which makes sense. But not only will it be on the NBA team, it's going to be on the G League team. And also in NBA 2K, when you play the Charlotte Hornets, you're going to see Mr. Beast's Feastable logo. This is it's bro, genius. Bro, this is just for one YouTube video. <laughs> it's genius. It just goes to show how much money he puts into his videos, bro, because this is just for one YouTube video. And for those who don't know, Mr. Beast's company, uh, Feastables, a chocolate bar. Have you had it? I've had it. One of the most ch- healthiest chocolate bars you can have is pretty is bare minimum uh, sugar and shit. Sugar, bare minimum um, actual ingredients. Not much ingredients at all. And he made he made ten million dollars in a couple months on the company just after I launching mean, it. Kids go crazy, bro. Nigga, just wait till. But that shit costs one dollar. You know what it is Mr. to Beast. sell ten million of them in a couple months? That's a lot. That's crazy. In a couple months. That was last year, whenever he launched it. Last year, two years ago. Um, but, yeah, that's the last topic of the day. But, yeah, man. Mr. Beast is very... Is ver- I'm going to go try one he, He's one of the most inspiring people in the world. Like, 100%. what he does is incredible. I can't put it into words. Um, some people are like, though, it's, it's ironic where it's like, oh, yeah, but you're going to have athletes, healthy athletes promoting a chocolate bar. Who gives a fuck? Candy. I don't know. They're you not know. promoting shit. They're not walking around. Guys, eat some Feastables. That shit's just being worn enough. It's all about money. Y'all motherfuckers, man. You haven't had it yet, though. Are you still right? Nah, I wanna, I'll, I'll try one tomorrow. I'm a, I think they sell them at Walmart. I saw them at Walmart. Yeah, they have plant-based Feastables. Um, and there's only four ingredients in the Feastables as well. And they come in three flavors. What's the ingredients? So the ingredients in the Feastables, for those who don't know, is... Cane sugar, organic cocoa butter, organic chocolate liquor, and organic milk. You know, four four ingredients. Very simple. As a two ounce chocolate bar, you can find them for a dollar, two dollars. Um, Gluten free. I've tasted them. They're pretty good. And I, I I've only tasted them though, to be honest. I'm not a candy guy. Just, just to support yeah, Mr. Beast, I'll be like, oh, let me buy one. You know, but that's pretty incredible. I'm going to fucking have to buy NBA 2K now. I want to see that. I want to see myself, like, with the jersey, maybe make my player, maybe try to join the Charler Hornets to actually see the Feasibles logo on it. It's pretty cool. And if you look at the Feasibles logo, it's similar to the Mr. Beast logo. You know, the classic Mr. Beast logo. So I, let me look it up again to make sure. I'm, let me make sure I'm not crazy because I remember the logo being, like, so damn near. It's the same damn shit, right? Yeah, if you look at the logo, it's just Mr. B- it's the Mr. Beast logo with the Feasibles on top, where it's like a bitten chocolate cookie. He's like the real-life Willy Wonka. He's like the Willy Wonka of the YouTube world, real-life, this generation's Willy Wonka. Yeah. It's Mr. Beast. Um, but there we have it. Comment down below. How do you guys feel about the news broken today, discussed today? We love you guys. We appreciate you guys, all of you out there in Rhode Island to the world. This is Clap Club Ambition Podcast. We are out. We'll see you guys next week. Be safe. Love one another. Be kind. And don't do drugs at all. J- yeah, just wait till it's, it's built in downtown and you guys can go yeah. crazy. They gonna love me for my ambition.